Hey y'all, so before we get into today's episode, we want to give a shout out to Lucky Skeevies. They are a gender-inclusive boxer briefs brand. They are an LGBTQ plus and black-owned small brand that's working on growing their reach in the LGBTQ plus community. You can use our promo code to get 10% off, which is less 10. So that's L-E-S 10. And yes, we've tried out their boxers. They're very comfy. I definitely recommend getting them for your partner. And we're here to just give small-owned businesses a shout out. Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh, don't be a hater because you don't got my glasses on. For those of you who see me, see me. And those of you who don't, it's because you fucking don't. And that's on period. Go ahead, babe, because I know you want to say something. We got them from Amazon. They're mine, but we got them from Amazon. (laughs) She can't wait to tell you that. She can't wait to say that. Jojo has an obsession with sunglasses. I think Big I do obsession. too, but it's like, I, you know, I like that specific brand. Yeah. Desi. She's a Desi girl. Desi. I've been following Desi for years now. She's like a makeup guru, but now she's like really more into her family, but whatever. Um, you know what I love about you? About me? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> wow, I'm not ready. She don't know how to add. I wasn't ready for that. Oh, this is like a once in a lifetime experience. <laughs> Shut up. You're Please. a liar. Go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> so you don't rush me. <laughs> like to get ready? Like when we're. Yeah. Girl, you should hear me in the other rooms. <laughs> <laughs> what should we say? I'll be like, this motherfucker. She ain't ready yet. She. She ain't start her hair yet. Hold up. She on the computer. She watched the podcast. Forget it. <laughs> I don't take long to get ready. I just get distracted. And then next thing you know, I'm doing other things online. Yeah. As I'm trying to do my hair. And then you try to make me distract myself by telling me to go make us some bubble tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in all actuality, I think like, even though, well, one, because I'm not a person who likes to be rushed. So I, you know do my best to like you know shut the fuck up and wait but at the same time i think sometimes i actually be hoping that you just be like fuck it i don't want to do it oh (laughs) not that like i don't want to record or anything but i feel like you know once it starts getting later in the day yeah i'm just like man like even though we don't got shit to do yeah i'm just like bro there's like, something about once the sun goes down it's like we're done yeah like, like the day is over we can't do nothing else i'm over the but shit. no the sun's still up yeah but we're, we're like on the cusp on but the cusp. Uh, you don't rush me even when we have things to do like when we have places to be yeah i mean i feel like i'm pretty prompt but i'm not like prompt prompt like usually I'm like 15, Yeah, but you're you you have a, a sense of awareness with time. Yeah. So I think I don't have to tell you you need to get ready, even though you know you need some time to get ready. Like mm-hmm. 
if we're finna do something, I'm always done and ready before her. And she'll be sitting down still doing her face. And it's crazy because she doesn't have like this huge makeup routine. Um so it's I really because in all actuality, I really be mad confused to why it does take you so long because it didn't even take you that long to do your hair. And I, I be thinking like that's a process all on its own because uh-huh. she has so much hair. Uh-huh. But you just be banging it out. But then once I see all the screenplays on, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm it's just going to go sit down. It's just that down. I get distracted. And then my family be texting me and then I like they're like, oh, look up this flight. And then I'm like, oh, let me look up this flight. Yeah, while you was looking that shit up, I'm just like, now? You doing it right now? That's not for another eight months. I know. But I, I feel like, well, in, my, in this case, it was like, we got to do this because my family's so last minute with, like, vacations mm-hmm. that it was like, if they're hyped about it, I'm like, oh, okay, let me tell you, let me you, tell you how much it is. Let's book let right go. now. Huh? they're so dirty. Oh, you're done with them? Yeah, I wanted to keep them on, but I feel like I'm seeing spots. <clears throat> yeah. All right, anyways. Back to scheduled programming. Back to life. Back to what are we going to talk about today? We want to get into the good shit. And when I say the good shit, I mean like the good things about people, right? Um, We did a episode a while ago. And when I say a while ago, I mean mm-hmm. like, what was that? Like episode three, four, shout out to Jasmine because that's who we did it with. If there's anybody who knows about red flags and toxic traits, it's definitely you and Jasmine. Mm-hmm. anyway so we did one a while ago if you haven't seen it take your ass back to the beginning get you a recap we went over red flags as i said today we want to talk about green flags y'all i feel like it's very easy for us to get caught up in a lot of the negativity that we encounter in life and with people mm-hmm. that we actually don't even take the time to show gratitude and like pull out the better parts of people yeah so here we are with the green flags. So for those of you who really don't have an idea of what green flags are, um, I wrote a little something here that kind of just gives us a quick definition because I knew I was going to forget. Obviously, we know what it is to us. Everybody has their, you know, interpretation, just like with everything else. Anyway, so we know that the red flags tell us when it's time for things to just be dead smack over. Our green flags are positive signals that a relationship will make it through the long haul. Green flags demonstrate someone's character, openness, values, and more. Knowing some of the most common red and green flags allows you to be more confident that you're heading in the right direction and taking the steps to strengthen your relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's good shit right there. I agree. Mm-hmm. So you want me to go first? Yeah, go for flags? it. Um... Someone who isn't afraid to apologize okay. to say when they're wrong in a situation. Okay. I think that's a green flag. But I think with that comes maturity and like emotional intelligence. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like I lacked that in many of my previous relationships and even friendships where it was like my ego literally would not allow me to be like, I'm sorry. And, like, I feel like you got to, even when you, like, even when you apologize, you have to make sure that you're saying it in a way that isn't, like, makes sense. Like, when people say, oh, I'm sorry, you feel that way, I think that's, like, ooh, that's not, like, the best way to, like, apologize to people. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you say, I'm sorry, I made you feel that way, because it's, like, now you're putting it kind of, like, on yourself, if that makes sense. Huh? 
there's a difference between I'm sorry you feel that way and yeah. I'm sorry that I made you feel that uh-huh. way because you're putting the blame on yourself uh-huh. and not on the person. Do you feel like you 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 got it down to a science where not you yet. can accept and apologize? I mean, I, I don't think I have it down to a science, but I think I've done it. You don't think I have? I don't know. <laughs> no, because you apology you look, for, for what? I mean, what do I do? <laughs> that's a, that's a, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. No, but that ass. Or I'm sorry you feel that way. My bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I feel like family connection. A green flag for me is when someone is close to their family. I don't need you to be like butt tight with your family where it's like you drop everything. Well, I mean, it's okay if you drop everything. But um, <laughs> just have that good sense yeah. of like, you know, family connection because right. I feel like I've dated people who don't have the best home or family background. And sometimes I feel like it kind of pulls you away from your own family to an extent because it's like, it's it I feel like it's a half a half like it, it robs you both ways in a sense from my experience because it's like you want to share your family with the person that you're dating mm-hmm. and somehow to them it still manages to not be enough but it's also like you don't want to rub in their face how you have this good family relationship either so I feel like that's kind of a hard position to be put in but again I've dated people who didn't have that great connection with their family Mm -hmm. and it honestly makes it hard Mm -hmm. it makes it hard because it's just like those people want still they can say they hate their family and in the same breath cry about how they want the attention of their family and I just feel like no matter what I did to try to mend that connection whether it was bringing them into my family or trying to keep a positive like vibe or be like the buffer when coming around that partner's family. Um, it's still just never managed to get better. Mm-hmm. So that's just one of my, my green flags is someone who has like a good connection with their family. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. I feel like me and my family have a very close bond, so I would want someone to also have that bond with their family. But then at the same time, I think to myself, can you really put that, like, can you put that against them, though? Like, the fact that they don't have a good relationship with their family because most of the time, it's because their family is shitty. Like, it's like, it's yeah. not their fault that their family is shitty. I think what's important is that they find those people who could be like family yeah um and they kind of have done that inner work they're not obviously going to be healed from it ever and they're not going to be the super happy person during the holidays but i feel like if they can kind of show that they are working on it then i can't put that past them if that makes sense um i've dated a lot of people where they didn't have good relations with their family and um I would just invite them to my family, like, for, right. like, holidays, like, Christmas and, like, Thanksgiving and things like that. Um, they would just they would just always come to our events. And I love that. Like, I'm always, like, open with sharing, you know, my family, mm-hmm. um, especially even, like, with friends who don't have that sense of family. Like, we... 
we make our own family as well outside mm-hmm. of our actual family relations. But I just think in not saying that I couldn't date anyone who didn't have the strongest family bond. Mm-hmm. It's just a sense of that from what I experienced and the people I did dated, it was just like, no matter how much I was giving them access to my family, it's almost like it still wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So, but like you said, I do think like if it's something that they, you know, are aware of and working on and it's just a, you know, then that makes sense. Like I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, But it just hadn't been the greatest experience. Yeah. That's all. Right. right. So what's your next one? My next one is I'm going to relate it to being LGBTQ, obviously, but um, someone who doesn't rush you to come out, mm-hmm. which I also feel could be like a little problematic. Like if you've been dating someone who's like been in the closet for like three years, it's like, all right, girl, like this shit is getting old. Like when are you going to come out? So I feel like. You can't rush them, but at the same time, you can't wait forever. Yeah, but what is what is all out for you? You know? Out to the people who they care about the most. It doesn't have to be your whole family or anything like that. But, like, if you're close to, like, your siblings, I would hope at least your siblings know. If you're close to your... If you have best friends, I would hope your friends to know. You know? So, is it... Would it count for you if it's, like, just the people that they're in... Like... What's the word I'm looking for? That that's just kind of around them daily or like involved in their life daily. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like if I want to post a picture of you, then I want to post a picture of you. So what? <laughs> so what now? So what do we do? Right. <laughs> Not saying that social media is everything, but at the same time, it's like, are we gonna? Because if you think about it, you're kind of also hiding in the closet in a sense because it's like you can't post your person because they don't want you to post it. So it's like. You're kind of hiding your the person that you love and your sexuality. You could repost all these gay stuff and all these gay quotes. That don't mean shit mm-hmm. if you can't post your person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's good if they don't rush you, but at the same time, you also can't wait forever. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it's always just a touchy conversation. It's it's hard because everybody's different. Uh-huh. Um, and I also think like going into relationships or even dating a person... I would like to think that in the beginning, we know one another's standpoint. And what I mean by saying that is if you knew the person that you got involved with was not out, you proceeded to grow and keep moving forward with that relation, knowing that they weren't out Mm -hmm. and knowing that they didn't really have a timeline or a certainty of when they would come out. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like while you're, obviously being optimistic within the hope that it will happen at some point within your, you know, relationship, Mm -hmm. you can't be that mad that it didn't. Right. Like, I feel like, like you said, it's like you knew what you were getting yourself into. Mm -hmm. You knew that this person wasn't out. You knew that before you, before y'all was together, they were considered a straight girl or whatever the hell you want to call it. So it's like, you can't be mad at that. You got to really... 
have patience with, with people who aren't out yet. Yeah. But like I said, get away forever. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Forever, other though. than having patience, though, I do think like that's where you set guidelines between uh-huh. one another. Like, are you telling me this is going to happen or whatever? But like, I just think like it's also that heads up where it's like, if I'm not out, I'm going to tell you, I don't know when that time mm-hmm. is going to come. Um, I don't know if it'll happen sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is what it is. Right. If you're willing to proceed, then I feel like you should also have your own set of guidelines to where you tell me, well, that's fine. I'm okay with it now. But yeah. in the event that I feel like I'm not okay with it, like you also have to understand that, right? you know, it's time for me to walk away. Mm-hmm. You know? I just feel like that's where those conversations kind of come in. But coming the coming out conversation is, is really Tragic. hard. Yeah, it's really hard. I don't think, I mean, you weren't out when I started dating you and I, yeah. I don't think I would have rushed you. That's good. Yeah. When do you think you when do you think you would have been like, all right, time's ticking? I don't I don't know that I would have. I think just the even fact though that we were I living knew, together? Like I think that the fact that I knew your closest friends, like at, at least that they were aware and you did post me. I mean, social media is isn't a big deal to everybody. So I think there's still people who aren't officially out. Yeah. But post on social media because they also have it private or don't have every single person that they're not out to on there, you know? Yeah. Um, He's got to block everybody. (laughs) So I don't know if it would have came to a point where I'm just like, no, because also I've been on the flip side of a relationship where I wasn't officially out. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like assumed to be out and that was fine. Whatever. Most people knew except for my mom. And like, you know, so I never really had that official coming out um, while I was in a relationship for the fucking four years. Mm -hmm. So I feel like knowing that and it was a problem to the person, obviously, but like the fuck. But I feel like knowing that, yeah, um, I think I would have given you your time and your space. Now, in terms of like me being around family. Um, I don't know. I feel like that would have came eventually because I also think that you would want the same. Knowing how much of a family person you are, mm-hmm. I think you would have wanted the same opportunity as my family gives you. Yeah, you know, and having you around and creating those bonds and stuff, and that probably would have got me too eventually. Like, I see you creating bonds with my family. I want, I want the opportunity with your family too. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it would all fell into place. Yeah. I didn't have like this expectation or like time frame for you to come out. Mm-hmm. That's good. What's another green flag for you? Um, da, da, da. I have a shit ton. Oh, and I think a lot of, I'm not, I'm not going to go through all of them, but I tried you go to, through a couple. I tried to like check the most important ones uh-huh. for me, I guess. Um, so I'm going to do my best. It's uh-huh. really small. I can't see it. Um, there, I think another green flag is like a person's ability to be vulnerable, like to have vulnerable conversations. <laughs> you know yeah. who can be vulnerable? Who? Z. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> From the perfect match. Oh, Zay? Zay. Wow. Zay. Listen, vulnerability isn't for everybody. I get it. He's the same guy that dated the bi girl from The Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. If y'all watch these Netflix shows, I but hate, yeah, continue. I hate the, these fucking shows. But anyway, <laughs> I hate them too. That's besides the point. So yeah, people's like inability to have those vulnerable conversations. I feel like 
in the beginning, it's very surface level, cool. You're just trying to get a sense of somebody. But at some point, like I'm the type of person who wants to sit in the car with like Wendy's and by the water somewhere, blasting some music, but then like, you know, having thoughtful and deep conversations, like, you know, things that we fear, things that, that we want to become, um, what is it that we don't like, you know, how did we, how did we grow up? Like, what were, what were some of the differences? What were the ways we, Mm -hmm. we have like things that we have in common? Like, I don't know. I'm just like a very personal person Mm -hmm. and I like to uh, create those personal bonds yeah that's not service surface, surface level, level you know yeah yeah so, I, I hate surface level conversations i hate small talk like i feel like yeah. i just i'd rather sit here in silence if we're gonna do the small <laughs> talk honestly i just don't know like people really fear the but you know, know what it is you know what i realized i realized that when you share your experiences your stories and you are vulnerable then they feel more comfortable to do so. Yeah. So I used to work with students and I had to have one-on-ones with them. And sometimes they will, it would be like awkward silences. So I'm like, all right, let me tell you some crazy story like about some real shit that happened to me. Right. And then that opened up the conversation to where they would share things about them. And I'm not trying to manipulate anything because at the end of the day, I am being truthful and I am being honest. But I think that if you're struggling with that, with someone that you're dating, it's probably because they they want you to start sharing first, if that makes sense. Yeah. And if it just doesn't happen, then it then maybe this ain't this ain't it. Cause you guys have to get into those conversations one day or another. Yeah. I mean, I definitely won't want to put anybody in a position to where they feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. You know, um I can also say that I you know, I'm pretty um I don't give you everything at once, you know, off the rip, you know, I I give you levels of my personal um, thoughts and feelings and stuff. Uh, I know how much I can give one person and how much not to give another person. Um, but ultimately, it, I, it doesn't stop me from from sharing, I guess, so to say, or open up those conversations because I don't know what it is, but I just feel like the older you get it's just the more meaningful, or at least for me, like the more meaningful I want to make things. Like I don't want foo-foo, you know, (laughs) surface level, um, you know, temporary conversations or feelings. Like I want things that mean something. I want to get lost in a conversation that is like, wow, like it made me think about something or wow, I never thought about it like that. You know, I I like meaningful things and conversations. And I honestly hate when people can't have meaningful conversations unless they're on drugs or intoxicated. (laughs) Like you can't be like this sober. Ah, nah, I can't. Like I feel, I feel like then who is the real you? Yeah. Well, that also like, scares me because i'm in the same breath i feel like i'm also the person who can hold a lot of things back and i won't say everything Mm -hmm. you know especially when i'm like in a place where i'm i'm not feeling open Mm -hmm. you know where i shudder myself um i hide a lot of shit but i think like people who don't hear them say their own thoughts out loud like i say a lot of shit up here i feel a lot of shit in here um 
but I think that once we project it outside of our body, it's like, oh shit, it's it's real. And it's like, what I'm supposed to do with that? I've never heard myself say that. Wow, that's crazy. Like, all these things start happening, I don't know. But I think, like, even if you don't have it with somebody else, like, we have to learn how to have it with ourselves at least. Yeah. You know? And I think, like, once we start saying certain things out loud to ourselves, it's just like, oh, wow, like, I can hear myself saying that now. And it's just like, I know, you know, mm-hmm. I can say this to someone else. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Next. Um, to to piggyback off of what I was saying about the intoxication, I think it's a green flag when you guys go on dates in the daytime, um, and dates where you don't have to be intoxicated. Like, it's like, let's, I want to see the sunlight. Like, let's do something in the daytime. Like, let's go to the park. Like, we don't always have to be out and drinking and taking shots and going to the bar. Like, I feel like. It's important to see people in all different elements. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to see somebody in their sober side. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you're out at night, it just brings like that. Yeah. That party vibe. You're just like, all right, that was cute. Now let's go get lit. But it's like, realistically, when you're in a relationship, how many times are you out partying all the time? You're not doing that every week. Right. Right. I mean, I know we don't. I think I mean shit. I mean, I we could do, or would, yeah, but we. But that's not something that's like our, the regular for us. We're mm-hmm. not club promoters or anything like that, right? You know. Yeah, I mean, I think in the beginning it's like cool, but it's just also like you said, like let's do some regular, regular shit. You know, yeah. daytime activities. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um. Another green flag for me is someone who is secure about themselves. And when I say secure, I'm not saying like overly confident, full of their own shit. Mm-hmm. None of that. Cocky. <laughs> yeah. Cocky girl. Yeah. None of that cocky shit. Uh-huh. Um, but just like secure in the person that they are. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, we all have insecurities. I was just literally having this conversation with her um, a little bit ago. And I am definitely a person who has insecurities, you know, whether it's, you know, my hair, like Mm -hmm. within the way that I look, my body or whatever, or the way that sometimes I communicate. I tell her sometimes like, yo, I don't even be knowing, like, I don't know how I'm on a podcast because sometimes I feel like I have a hard time articulating myself and people don't understand me. Um, Same. Yeah. So like, there's so many things that I'm insecure about, but I don't allow it to, uh, like consume me Mm -hmm. and i feel like i only say that because i see a lot of people who are not like and it's crazy because i was telling her this too is that a lot of beautiful people at that have like so much insecurity about themselves and they allow it to consume them and they create this version of themselves that they don't even recognize mm-hmm. because they're just not comfortable with themselves. Yeah. And I think we just have to be realistic. Like, everybody's different. We all have insecurities. Not one single person is perfect. Give an example of how it cons- it consumes them. Like, I just feel like people will be like, oh, I, I don't want to wear a bathing suit because I don't feel comfortable. Or, oh, um, you know, I, I don't wear... This now this is physical um 
examples like, oh, you know, I, I won't wear that outfit because I just feel like it won't look good on me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like people don't like me. I don't I don't know. Like I most times it's it's kind of physical more than it is. I think I would say, I, I don't know about those examples because there's times where I'm like, yeah, I'm not wearing that. Yep, not wearing that bathing suit. But it doesn't consume me to the point where it's like, I'm not going. I'm still going to go. Right. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Cover there's people who won't be like, <laughs> I won't wear that at all. Uh, I, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to be covered from head to toe or, which is fine, whatever. If that's where you're comfortable, at least you're going. But there are people who just like, I don't like the way anything looks on me. I'm not, oh, going, yeah, like out. I'm not going out. I I don't have, yeah, like I, I've never, I have had friends who, who have done that shit. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Hey, what do you, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? No, girl, like find something in your closet, even if you've worn it before and we're going out, like you really not going to go out cause you don't have a new outfit. Yeah. I what? feel like it's very big within the female culture that we're like, uh, I think it's I don't more wanna... straight girls, honestly, like yeah. heterosexual, like, yeah, I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, they mostly. really be like, I'm not going anywhere. I've got nothing to wear. Like girl. all because you worried about a dude peeping you like. They don't. I honestly give a don't fuck, know what they be don't even about. know. Like, mm-hmm. if guys were girls, in all actuality, if guys had to be the, you know, for their day, they'd be like, "Yo, props! Like, you're popping the way you are because this fucking, this preparation y'all yeah. go to go through and all this, like, you know." But yeah, I think um, a sense of security. Like we're all, we all have our insecurities, whether it's the way we talk, the way we think, our, our family background, you know, um, the home we come from. Like, I remember you always saying like, you didn't like people coming to your house, to your parents' house, picking Mm -hmm. you up. Like that's a sense of insecurity, but it didn't stop you from meeting people. It didn't stop you from going out or allowing people to come and get you, you know, things like that. So that's just one of the things like I feel is like. Don't allow it to consume you, you know. Mm-hmm. Still do your thing. You got to, it's like, you can't let the things you hate stop you. Because then wh- how do you find the things that you love to keep you going? Yeah. You know? That's mm-hmm. just me. Go ahead. Oh, you. Um, the, the one that I had was, so we had an episode before with Kea Lohilani, episode 40. And basically she talked about how... Girls had a problem when she would switch up between feminine and masculine. And I feel like a green flag is when they let you be yourself, regardless of what that is. So if you want to be mass today, cool. If you want to be femme the next day, cool. Like you're still the same person. All that's changed is your clothing and makeup and hair, but you're still the same person. So I feel like when someone is secure in themselves and doesn't really care, I get that people have preferences, but I feel like sometimes like for people like Kehalohilani, it like it limits who they can date mm-hmm. because it's like oh well they only like mask girls you telling me i'm just like <laughs> i'm like confused i'm like girl how you even be dating then because it's like if people have this thing where they're like you can only be femme or you can only be masked and you can never be yourself yeah i think that that was a big thing for me for a long time well it's like that sense of like I can't be this way or I had to be this way. Mm-hmm. And that's just annoying. That's just like super restraining mm-hmm. and restrictive. And I I don't like that idea. Like, like you always say, oh, like you, you don't even show your femme side. And mm-hmm. it's not because I don't want to. It's not because I'm not comfortable to. I just 
Like, this is my natural, comfortable state. Yeah. And I will pop out on you hoes and slay real quick. That's no problem. You see me do it. I will. I have no problem doing it. Um, But, yeah, people like to be like, mm. Mm. right and and it's and it's to the point where it's like if you if you date someone that has that mentality then it's like if you guys ever get married and like they want like i don't know it's like can you be yourself if you want to wear a dress can you wear a dress Mm -hmm. or are they gonna be like no you can't wear that yeah or if they're like i want to wear a suit you know it's just like that gets tricky because it's like that's a very important date and if you can't be yourself on your wedding day because your partner has a problem with it, that's a problem. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that's mine. What happened? All right. No, I really can't see. <laughs> and I can't make the bitch bigger. So anyway. All right. So my next green flag is being the better person. And when I say being the better person, it's not what you think I mean. I see. <laughs> so I seen this show, which I love, uh, Chicago Fire, right? And I seen this episode where this this guy and this girl they're dating. I guess they were having problems, and he they're kind of like on the break, and he tells her, "You deserve someone better than me." We've all ha- had that conversation where you think the next person deserves someone better than you because you can't fulfill what it is they're asking for, vice versa. And he then proceeds to say, you deserve someone better than me. You deserve all the things that you're asking for. And I'm going to be that better person. Oh. Right? Girl, what I seen that shit and I was crying. What show is this? Chicago Fire. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> That's what I mean when I'm saying being the better person, you know, choosing to be the person that your person needs, you know, like I'm not saying you need to change yourself. Like if you absolutely think that you can't do it, you're not capable of being that person, then by all means, let Mm -hmm. that person go. But I think it's just so like it's just I think it's the easy way out. Yeah. You know, people aren't really pushing the limits to know whether or not they can be that person for the person that they're dating, that they rather just opt out. Mm-hmm. So I think like showing that sense of like care and like initiative and like yeah. pushing the limits of like, I want to see if I could be that person actually, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think that was, that was cute. Very cute. Very cute. Uh, my other one is someone who's kind to the waiter. Hmm. And I want to follow up with that, right? Because okay. <laughs> listen, there are times I've been on. I've been on both sides. I've I used to work as a waitress. Like I know what it's like. I used to literally go to the room, go to the bathroom, and cry sometimes because people were so rude. Um, and I've had to, you know, ask the waiter like, "Oh, hey, we asked for something, we never got it," or like, you know, this is the wrong order type shit. But I feel like there's ways to say things without being a bitch. Like, you don't have, like, even if they got your order wrong, even if they're taking a long time, I feel like you can address the situation without being an asshole about it. So I feel like someone who's kind of respectful, because it's like, it's not their fault. Most of the time, it's the kitchen's fault. We And then the waiter is the one getting all the, all the heat for it when they're the ones just trying to do their job. And even if they got the order wrong, bro, they're probably busy. They're probably booked. They probably have a lot of shit in their head. Like, 
you just never know, right? So I feel like when you're on a date with someone, just make sure to peep how they treat other people because I think that says a lot. And I hate a mean girl. Yeah. I hate a Karen. It's I hate a bitch. It's just distasteful. It's just not just tragic. It's not. Like, you it's could say that in a nicer way. Bitch. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Like, honestly, like, I remember I went on a trip with this friend. We went to Canada. And this was the first trip that we went on together. And honestly, I saw such a different side of her. And it, like, turned me off completely. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm never taking a trip with this girl again. <laughs> she was honestly so rude to, like, the waiter. She would make them take shit back and then make them take it off the order. Mm. And it's like, Couldn't but you be. ordered that. And you didn't like it. So that's on you. Like, we had ordered the the fries that they put, like, gravy on. I don't know what the fuck it's called. You know what I'm talking about. No, now I got to look it up. Now I got to look it up. Fries with gravy? Like, cheese? I don't know what the fuck. It's poutine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I told her, like, listen, I tasted it before. I wasn't crazy about it. So she wanted to order it. She ordered it. She didn't like it. Ate some of it and then told to send it back. If she would have ate, like, one fry, then maybe. But the fact that you ate some of it and then you want to send it back and then you want to take it off the order, it's it's too embarrassing for me. I just be so embarrassed. Like, I just can't. Please, God, oh, get me the fuck out of here. Um, but, yeah, a green flag is someone who's kind to others. Okay. I like that mm-hmm. one because I'm really kind. I'm so nice to people. She's so nice. She doesn't say anything at all. Yeah. Sometimes you got to speak up, though. <laughs> Now you trying to throw shade at me. But like I feel like I'm able to talk to them for you and be like, listen, this is not what we ordered. You know, like you could say it in a playful way. I can say it. But I feel like it's like when you say it sometimes it's like comes off mean. I just can never win. No, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What do you think? That's why I shut the fuck up and let you say it. <laughs> Like I said, all right, we don't want this. Okay, tell them. Tell them. <laughs> um, all right, so another green flag for me, right? Okay, I did say that one. Cool. Uh, respectful of your beliefs and your morals, you know? I think too many times we've all been in a position to where we're telling people they're wrong for believing and knowing what they know when in all actuality we all grew up different we've all been in different environments we we learn differently um so telling people that they're wrong for what they believe and what um they've been brought up to know you know i just feel like there's better ways to go about it we can agree to disagree and that's totally fine as long as you're respecting one another's like you know uh-huh. backgrounds and boundaries and all those things and and leaving it open for conversation to understand one another's right. um you know like background right uh-huh. i think this is a big one honestly and i feel like this is what honestly breaks people up and could be like a cause for divorce mm-hmm. when it comes to differences in religion and politics and all of that like man oh man like it's like it is such a touchy subject yeah and i feel like maybe this is more for heterosexual couples but it's like political things are political things however they make it so personal at times Mm -hmm. you know and 
Yeah, it's just a touchy subject. I feel like... I think COVID broke a lot of people. It really did. And honestly, it's for the best. It's for the best. Because now we really got to know who you really are. I was seeing something that said COVID probably broke up a lot of relationships because people really didn't spend that much time with their partner to actually know the type of person that they were. Whereas me and you met during like that just a little bit after COVID. And we actually spent a lot of at home time together like we spent a lot of personal time together and i think that's why i have attachment issues with you and when you don't notice me i'm getting i'm like i'm like this is this is where what's wrong what's going on um yeah but a lot of people i've heard yeah a lot of people just didn't make it because they were like wow i didn't really know that you were this person because i didn't have to be around you this much that too and i feel like during covid just a lot of things were happening when it came to like um black lives and like george floyd and like the, the vaccine. The vaccine, <laughs> the like, vaccine was it almost deaded me and her. Now I won't say deaded, but I, I'm not a political person or none of that. We, we don't have to talk about it. So shit, babe, it's okay. It we're we're not, still here. Two years later, okay. we're still here. It's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh she just had her beliefs in, in the vaccine and it's I didn't have a belief in in anything because I don't uh-huh. I don't get involved in those things. Unfortunately, I'm not that person. Um, but what do you mean when you say beliefs? Because I want you to clarify for the people listening. What do you mean? People had their different beliefs when they. Came oh to yeah, the like people people had the idea that the vaccine is necessary, and then you had the other side of people who thought it wasn't necessary at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just you remember you having that conversation, and you weren't like with other people who mm-hmm. weren't in agreement with that idea. Yeah, yeah. and it really you know it, it right. was a big deal for you mm-hmm. um and was, i could understand how it was it was a big deal for me because people die mm-hmm. like like let me clarify people die people lost husbands wives kids parents grandparents because of fucking covid and if if a vaccine could have fixed that you know you could have had that person back so to me it was it, it was kind of personal because i personally knew people who died people's family members who had died because of covid so i'm just like bro if we could just fix this with the vaccine why not just get it that was my you know Mm -hmm. mentality and i might lose some people here but i really don't give a fuck because that's my belief right you know also it's Mm -hmm. different because from for you for a standpoint of Mm -hmm. you're not really at like a good health advantage right like my health issues are through the roof so to me i had to get the fucking vaccine yeah and not only that, we had vacation plans, and it was like, oh, you have to be vaccinated. Then yeah. we're going to get vaccinated, because who the fuck? You yeah, not, I'm not staying you're not here. You're not about to tell me that we can't go because right. of this stupid vaccine, right? And I mean, now, what, two years later, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Like, yeah. it's not mandatory. It's not mandated. If you don't have it, that's cool. I don't care. Like, we're past that. But at that point in our lives where it's like, I was so sick of being indoors for so long, and like, I was depressed. Yeah. And I was just like, COVID was not fun for me at all. And I know it wasn't fun for you either. So to me, I was just like, bro, if we could just fix this and like we could go back, not to our normal lives because I didn't want to go back to the office, but it was like, if we could just go outside and fucking breathe and be around people and, and go to concerts and, and like do things and go to restaurants. Like I literally just wanted those experiences back i definitely think that it was it was semi-necessary mm-hmm. not that it was necessary but i think that within that time it really brought to life and like perspective that mm-hmm. wow we take so much for granted so much so much mm-hmm. the people that we surround ourselves with on a daily mm-hmm. fucking going to work 
or being able mm-hmm. to eat out of home or to stay home. Like, right. I think that was a sense of time where it was just like, wow, I it is nice to be home and to be like in my own space. But it's mm-hmm. just like, I miss like the interaction with the world. Mm-hmm. So I think that if there was anything we all should have got from that is to be fucking grateful and show gratitude to the things that you have and that's accessible to you because there are people who don't have this shit at all, regardless Mm -hmm. of whether COVID happened or not. Right. And that's what also bothered me. It's like, I grew up in DR and they don't have as much resources. And during that time um, with the vaccine, like the whole, People not wanting to get vaccinated. It was like for us, it was like a privilege mm-hmm. that the fact that we had so many vaccines just you have left the and right to not take it. Right. And then in it. other countries, it's like, they oh, they don't even it. have enough or they don't have vaccines. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't argue with me. Argue with your mom. <laughs> argue with your mother. Um, <laughs> the other one that I had that's a green flag is... As being part of the LGBTQ community, I think this is super important. Regardless if you don't get it or not, I think respecting people's pronouns is super important. Um, even if you mess up and then correct yourself, super important. So I feel like that would be a green flag. Like if you're on a date with someone, you tell them, actually, my pronouns are this and that. And they're like, oh, okay, my bad. Like It'll take me some time to get used to it, but I respect it. Mm-hmm. and that's it all about respect yeah you just have to yo the internet is funny um because i really <laughs> just be seeing every seeing all this shit and i'll just be like yeah back to tiktok um uh-huh. i do feel like it seems i don't know i see i've seen a tiktok again mm-hmm. that was saying that you know with the internet we're just looking for validation like, that's all that people on social media are about. Like, we are looking for validation from other people. And I feel like that's because we don't get it from the people who already surround us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're all guilty of that. But I think, like, validating what your person is feeling is, is it matters. Mm-hmm. It matters and it goes a long way. Um, it's not like you have to be like, oh, you're right. Everything you say is right. You know, Mm -hmm. like not in a negative way. You just have to think like, I hear you because at the end of the day, even though we can feel similar things or we might connect on a way where it's like, okay, I understand that Mm -hmm. you still don't know what that person is feeling. Like Mm -hmm. I can be sad, but she could be fucking depressed. Mm -hmm. And I'm, to me, it's just coming off as sad. Like, oh, we went through the same thing. Why is it affecting you more than me? Like, Mm -hmm. so I just feel like understanding one another and like being, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to fuck it up, but like, I can't say the word. What? Just like having that sense of like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not care, but like, like empathy. Yeah, for mm-hmm. for people and what they feel and what they go through, and and mm-hmm. and sometimes they do need validation to know that like I'm not crazy. Like what yeah. I'm feeling is, it's like it makes sense right Mm -hmm. like it's a thing um so i i do feel that yeah um another green flag i have i have so many and i'm just picking out again ones that i feel like are just more just hold a lot more weight Mm -hmm. so um reassuring Mm -hmm. reassuring i feel like (laughs) 
you know, we just need some reassurance in life sometimes mm-hmm. with the people, again, who surround us. I hate to say it, not saying that everything the people who surround you needs to have a hold on you or has to matter so much um, because I don't give a fuck about people's opinion. Mm-hmm. But I do think that when it comes to the people closest to you, having that sense of um, reassurance, mm-hmm. especially with your partner, um, it just it's like a side note i feel like to be like yeah i still love you or yes i still think you're beautiful or yes like yeah all the good things because i feel like we again get so wrapped up in all the negativity that consumes us in our daily life like Mm -hmm. if it's not the stress is somebody you know that we're working with or Mm -hmm. just people having a bad day and we're all just uh exchanging this negative energy that Mm -hmm nobody's like you know what let me stop that that energy train right here Mm -hmm. and put out some positive shit you know so i think for me you know a sense of reassurance with the people closest to me that's just like hey you good like i'm here i love Mm -hmm. you i miss you you know all the good things really just kind of like puts a little pep in my step keeps me going it's just like oh you missed me oh you think of me that way yeah thank you like Mm-hmm. You know, we have to matter to somebody. I just feel like because again, that you go in other places seeking validation mm-hmm. and attention when it's like, why do I have to go such, to such great lengths to get that when I could, when I should be getting it here at home? Mm-hmm. That's just me. I agree. Okay, do you have one last one you want to share? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're done up. That's it. Mm-hmm. Wow, you can use my list. There's so much. No, it's fine. I feel like there's so many green flags that it's just like everyone has their like I guess personal list of things that are must haves. Right. You know. I agree. Well, my last one is someone who's motivated. Mm-hmm. I told you I still got a lot, but mm-hmm. someone who is motivated. You don't have to have a six-figure salary. You don't have to have a career already. You don't have to have everything planned and or be established. Mm-hmm. You just have to have that sense of motivation to do something with, you know, yourself. Right. You know? And I think, like, setting those mini goals and, like, mm-hmm. just seeing your your life going places is just, it really goes a long way. And then it, I feel like, you know, you don't, mm-hmm. you just see a person in a different light. Cause I feel like we also bounce off each other, like with everything mm-hmm. where it's like, you're motivated to do that. And I see you doing the, the necessary steps. I yeah. am too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a turn on. And I think with that, I guess another green flag would be like someone who is motivated and like, doesn't make you their first priority. priority. Yeah. It's like, if you have other things planned already, like, cool, like, that's fine. Like, I feel like people who always put you, like, 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 let's say you're like, oh, let's hang out today. And they already have plans with their friend. And they're like, oh, I'll cancel with my friend. It's like, no, girl, like, keep your plans. Like, There's another day. Right. Like, that, no, it, it's, it's more attractive if you're like, you know, I have plans with my friends today, but we could chill on this day if you're free. Like, switch it up a little bit, but don't try to cancel your shit because they asked you out. Like, I don't know. There's something about someone who does other things, like has hobbies, goes to school, works, that is, like, attractive. That's actually one of the things that I have is, Mm -hmm. like, someone who makes time to spend with themselves. Right. And that goes along with, like, what you were saying, like, doing the things that 
pour back into you, mm-hmm. you know, that, that fulfill you because, you know, we're all guilty of doing the things that are, are going to make people see us in a better light where they're like, oh, I can count on that person. Yeah. And I was watching a podcast today hearing <laughs> that too, where it's just like, we we're we're just being that sense of people pleasing you know we want yeah. to take care of people especially as women um i was watching the one with shan boudram or whatever mm-hmm. and lauren whatever and they were lauren was basically saying that especially as women in our culture as mm-hmm. you know we just have that sense of caring like, yeah you know and taking care of like our family or like the men in your life and stuff like mm-hmm. that we don't think about our, ourselves you know yeah. to us it's just like oh well as long if they're good then i'm good yeah but it's like are we really good you know we don't yeah. really pour into ourselves so mm-hmm. pour into yourself little lady mm-hmm. that's about it for our personal green flags y'all all right so we're gonna get to this family meme real quick y'all I called my girlfriend sexting another girl. She denied the situation and continued with excuses to back her shit up. Should I forgive her and make our relationship work? We've only been together for a year, but we are serious and extremely close. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, You know, I feel like in the first year... I will cut her off. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like in the first year you're bound to hit, you know, the highs and lows, the bumps and bumps. It's like too early for that. Yeah, no, because what's come on, what's to say it's really too early to have shit happening? You would rather it happen years down the line. No, but it's like if this is happening now, what's gonna happen in five but years? But I also feel like, huh? Like, what's going to happen in five years? No, not the same. Because I feel like sometimes people... So if I was texting a girl, you would forgive me? Like right now? Yeah. I mean, I'd be super tight. I'd be super tight. I might want to fight the shorty and Mm -hmm. you. Um, But it really... I mean, I don't... I think it would be harder for me to just be like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. We done. Yeah, that's because we live together. No, I can go stay at my mom's that is not a problem physically getting up and leaving is not the problem it Uh is the it is the emotional situation for me that i just can't Uh that's hard for me i can say that that's hard Uh for me to kick that because it's like i'm gonna hate you in the moment but i'm I'm, it doesn't change the fact that i love you yeah so i'm a little more it's harder for me to just Uh let that go but um not, I'm not saying it's not wrong. It's fucked up. But I'm also saying, like, in the beginning, people, you know, they run their mistakes. Yeah, but it's like then, she said, she denied the situation and continued with the excuses to back her shit up. Bro, there's <laughs> receipts and you're still lying. Be truthful. Like, come, yeah, I think just that come up front with it. Like, that's also a problem. The fact that you can't own up to your mistakes. You're belittling the situation. Like, don't gaslight me. <laughs> okay, so in that instance, though, yeah, like, I'm I'm finna rip you. But if you're taking fucking responsibility and you're like, all right, like, that's fucked up. I fucked up. I don't want to do that again type shit. You know, there's people who just take accountability is my point. And sometimes people don't always need the fucking foot in the ass off the rip. But 
this is you know quite the sticky situation so if she's denying it obviously she's just i feel like you're gonna be put in situations where you're always gonna be like the crazy one and it's like you're tripping off of nothing but a year a year's a long time but not long enough yeah we can't tell you what to do though yeah yeah but feel free to give her a dose of her own medicine and then that becomes toxic yeah it's like, but what, what what is this listen. tit for tat no. No, no, you know, no. We're not all going to be... Listen, we can't be healthy with everybody. I know, but it's like, why... Sometimes just, people really bring out the fucking monster in you. But it's like, why do that? Because then that, that puts you in the same level as them like sometimes you're people, stooping down no, because to their level me personally i feel like people have been testing my fucking waters and i am the like most i'm just gonna let it go i no. i am not i don't want to create any more fuckery or i'm not into the confrontational bullshit that's what you want to do you can slide that's fine it's gonna be a little hard for me but go ahead at the end of the day i have had people test my fucking limits and i'm like oh bitches want me to be petty mm-hmm. like it's in me i know i can fucking do it mm-hmm. i just haven't given that that energy because i feel like you know what you're not even worth that energy for me to give that mm-hmm. but i do think that some people need to fucking see it i do think that some people need a d- dose of their own medicine I because so. they get away with it they do it because they get away with it but guess what some nobody put them in a place they don't care i'm just saying they don't care enough some people need to get their feelings hurt and you hurt their feelings by cutting them off and never talking to them again. That works too. Peace. <laughs> she be acting like she don't be grinding motherfuckers up. <laughs> yeah. She then, would then, probably and burn then, and everything then in this motherfucking house. She would probably, she would, what? Would she never would demolish me. She would demolish me before she even block me and leave. Duh. She'll do all that shit and then block me and leave. Duh. I got here. <laughs> All right, next question. How do I get over the fear of approaching my crush? She works in the same plaza as me. She's so beautiful. I just get so nervous. Please help. Girl. Wait, you're working the mall. Mm-hmm. You bet. Tell her, let's go to the food court. You right. got to go up to her and be like, hey, you know. I mean, unless she work in the food court. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I don't know. You'll be like, oh, you go you know what time's your break because yeah. i could wait for you right oh uh-huh. yeah you like that okay uh-huh. anyway um yeah i don't know i'm not i was never really good at really talking to my crushes i always was like well maybe one of our last episodes could help when we talk about dating tips yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just gotta start a conversation honestly once you start a conversation then it's like talking to a friend and then next thing you know, y'all getting lunch together. Yeah, I feel like if you're working in the same thing too, like mm-hmm. like you said, you're in the same plaza. I mean, if you really see each other and like I'm peeping you, peeping me, it's just like, what's mm-hmm. up? Like I see you here a lot. You know, clearly you work there. Mm-hmm. We need some friends. We can be friends. Mm-hmm. We can be friends. Play pretend. <laughs> and we girlfriends too. Nah, I'm talking shit. Um, yeah, yo, just talk to her. I know it seems so hard, but. It don't gotta be. <laughs> right. It just don't gotta be. Like I said, you're working in the same environment. You know what it's like to be working in that environment. Like there's you, there's ways to have conversations off, you know, mutual mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So just be bold, you know? 
It don't gotta be nothing crazy. You don't gotta say no nutty buddy shit. Just, just a high will go. Could go a long way. Anything else? That's it. Nope. Listen to our dating tips episode. Yep. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been fun. Hope you like what you heard. Yep. Um, go ahead and like, comment, share, and subscribe. All that good shit you heard. I know. Bye. Goose, goose, mother goose.